Welcome to the village. So, Michelle, what's your role here? It's 7.30 in the morning. How long have you been? I've been here for like 15 minutes. <laughs> so you get here at 7.15? Well, my day starts at 7.30, but Cheryl's is earlier. She's here at 6.30. So, okay. and our doors usually open around 7. Yeah. So I had the first patient. So what's your role here? What I do, along with the other girls in the check-in, pretty basic. We check everybody in. Okay. We answer the phone calls. We do with the mail for patient information, like lab tests and stuff like that, or they go to other places to have lab work done or any other test results or insurance information. We're pretty busy in the front. <laughs> yeah, you're like the front end, so. Yeah. Your spaces that everybody sees when they come in. So. Yeah, and when everybody comes in, you're like greeting them too. Yeah. You're you're the face of yeah. our office. How does that feel to be the front facing? Because as soon as someone comes in, they walk in, and you should be looking. Well, it's at nice them, because right? I mean we create such a good bond with a lot of the patients. We we joke with them as they come in. You know, to kind of some patients come in and they're nervous. You know, with their first initial new patient appointment so we just talk them down and tell them like it's okay like yeah. this provider is great like you're gonna love them we love them like you know it's just, we have like a special bond with the patients every time they come in especially the kids and we try to have a little conversation with them ask them about their day you know make them feel important and make them feel that they have a voice too even though they're very little yeah you know we want them to feel just as important as the adults do they are the patient yeah. so they should feel like this yeah, is my that they're allowed to you know speak what they want to say and tell yeah. us how they really feel so we just we're there for the comfort part of it too that is true because from the moment you walk in first impressions are everything right yeah. so like a patient or a kid mm-hmm. or a, a family member wants to feel calmed down the minute they walk in they might have anxiety yeah. especially you know people have been cooped up for a couple of years so like start coming out to the doctor again you might be a little nervous yeah, what's gonna correct. happen yeah especially since like covid you know a lot of our older kids they have like a lot of anxiety so it's good to like talk to them and tell them like it's okay you know yeah. you've seen all of us before we're all familiar faces yeah. there's nothing to worry about and it, I feel like it helps them absolutely so it seems like very like positive energy like you're mm-hmm. happy to be out front and be that friendly yeah. oh, person yeah. is there any struggles that you'd want people to know that I guess just what are some of the challenges and things you would want to so, change I feel like our patients know this from their side of it but we also have a hard time with the phone yeah because since we merged three offices into one it's a very very big office so our phones take up a lot of our times so sometimes there's a patient that comes in they have a question we're on the phone and you know we can't really stop what we're doing talking to someone on the phone you know without coming off as being rude so we try to you know come up with a system where two girls in the front are checking in and the other two are you know, dealing with the phone. So we're Mm -hmm. keeping up on the patients coming in, but we're also keeping up with the phone. So we're not ignoring one or the other. Yeah. That's helping a lot with our patients that are coming in. They don't feel neglected. They don't feel like they have to wait to ask a question, but some days are just much harder than others. (laughs) Yeah. Some days are busier. Yeah. Is there a particular day of the week that's busier? Always Mondays. Mondays are always the toughest because of the weekend. You know, patients go all weekend without seeing their providers talking to us about something that they might have a problem with. Um, And then Friday afternoons because the end of the week and patients want to last minute get something in. And so those Mm -hmm. are probably our busiest days that we have. But we make it work. So. Yeah, you make it work the best you can. And anything you want to let the community know? So we just really try to push for the patient portal Mm -hmm. for our patients just because of the fact that a lot of them will come in and state that they have a hard time getting hold of us through the phone. But 
we really prefer that you do leave a voicemail. And if you don't leave a voicemail, we don't know that you called. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. having an iPhone where it says how many missed calls yeah. you had and who's called. It's based off of how many voicemails we get that we can pull. And a lot of patients can't get through to us on the phone, as they say. So we try to push for the portal to be used so they can at least put a message into their portal and we can get a hold of them that way too. There's multiple mm-hmm. ways to get a hold of us. Um, yeah. So we just really want patients to understand that if you don't leave a voicemail, we're not going to get to you because we don't know that you called. Mm-hmm. But also, if you have ways to communicate through the portal, go ahead and use the portal too. You know, we will get mm-hmm. back to you one way or another, whether it's a nurse, a PR, a provider, whoever it may be, someone will get back to you. We're going to talk about the best way to get on the portal and talk about more details about that later. But thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank you, Dr. Majid. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to talk to someone from every area of our (laughs) office. We have a big office now. Sherry, can you, like, give everybody a background on who you are, how long you've been here, what your job is here? My name is Sherry. I do checkout at the primary care office. I've been with St. Mary's for six years, but in the medical field for more than 20 Yeah, long time with patients. Yes. Well, you must love patient care. I do. I like being able to get appointments coordinated and be able to get them the best care that's possible. You know, it is teamwork. Your role is an important one. When patients finish seeing the provider and they come out to you, that's one part of your job, right? Absolutely. We try to, when the patients come to check out, we're verifying first. I'm verifying I have the right patient because we have so many providers in the office. It's easy to have the wrong patient. So I'm making sure I check with the right patient in front of me first. But we're coordinating whatever testing they need done. Um, If testing needs authorizations, then we get the authorizations first before anything is scheduled because that's a huge part. If testing is not approved or something the insurance won't cover it, then the patients are going to end up with a huge bill and none Mm -hmm. of us want that. Yeah. So we do the best we can to get things done promptly and sometimes easier said than done, but we just do what we can every single day. And so you're kind of multitasking, you're checking patients out, trying to coordinate all these things they need after the fact. So after they leave, what else are you doing? I know you're doing a bunch of things, including answering (laughs) the phones, right? Yeah. A lot of phone calls and voicemails, but that's okay. If you leave a voicemail, we can always get back to you. And I do my best to get back to people within a couple of hours at the latest. I really try to stay on top of that. That's pretty um, awesome. I thought I, it was like 24 hours, but you're like well, getting back. Well, technically, soon as, yeah. I guess it is 24 hours. I really don't like having to having patients wait that long. If yeah. I can get back to them in between everything else that's going on, patients in front of me, I try yeah. to get back to them in a couple of hours anyway. But the patient in front of you, you try to help them out first because get Absolutely. them moving the on their way. Absolutely. The patient that yeah. is in front of me in person is the first priority. Yeah. So that's why we have to let the phones go to voicemail sometimes because we're either on the phone with another patient or we have someone in front of us that we are helping at the time. And if the patient on the phone was the patient in front of you, then Absolutely. they have that same courtesy. Which... Absolutely. If I'm on the phone with a patient and a patient walks to my window and I'll motion to them for just a moment, I'm, I'm already taking care of another patient mm-hmm. and I tell them I'll be with them as soon as I can. Yeah. So you don't really stop to breathe for a second of your day. It's patient care, patient <laughs> care, patient care. Yes, it is. that, And then sending messages to the hospitals to get appointments scheduled. When people have multiple appointments that need to be made, we do the best that we can to coordinate them so the patients aren't making multiple trips. Fortunately, scheduling has changed their process a little bit, and we email them versus calling them. 
unless it's something that's urgent. And the email makes it much easier and cuts down on the wait time for a lot of people, both on this our side and on the scheduling side. That's great because, as we know, like phones are not the most reliable machine exactly. nowadays. I mean, if you think about 100 years ago when the telephone system first came to be, oh, yeah. we loved it. Well, you and me weren't around then, but <laughs> oh. people loved it. And now it's like the hardest way. Talking on a telephone is like oh, not is. the best method anymore no it's not unfortunately and sometimes we have people if they leave messages they speak very rapidly yeah and sometimes it's hard to get the message so if you're leaving a message if you can be slow down leave your name phone number date of birth is very helpful because then we can better help you absolutely everything we do is to help them and um actually since we are bringing up this telephone thing versus like the patient portal a lot of people will come to the face of the checkout Mm -hmm. Um, for setting up the portal? Mm -hmm. How does that work? Um, It's honestly, for what I do, I go in and make sure that we have the email address, the correct email address, and go in and send a link to them. And it says, do they want it sent by email? We send it to them, and I explain that they will get an email, and it says, click here within the email, and that should walk them through setting up the portal. A lot of people seem to have difficulties. Yeah, I... If they're having difficulties, typically I have tell them that they have to call HIM because okay. if they have logged into and set up their portal but then get locked out, it's not something that we here can change. Or if okay. they change an email address, unfortunately, that's not something that we can do and it has to go to health information management. Okay. And then you can provide <clears throat> phone numbers and things yes. that they need for yep. that. Okay. Absolutely. And they're pretty good at getting back to them or? As far as I know, Yes. Okay. So in speaking to you, whether it's my daily interactions or just particularly right now, you and I are Mm -hmm. getting a one-on-one, which is rare because we're always busy with something or other. I just like noticed just the easy flowing way you talk about your job Mm -hmm. and you're so enthusiastic and fond of what you do and passionate about taking care of these people and just coming here and doing your job. I do enjoy my job. I have been doing it, like I said, the checkout and authorizations, referrals, all that kind of stuff for more than 20 years. The medical field kind of runs in my family. My mother's a nurse. Oh, she is? Yeah. What does your dad do? My father worked for GE for 35 years. Oh, cool. Yeah. So my mother's a nurse and she was an EMT and Andrea and I were both, my sister and I were both volunteer EMTs for Broad Albany Ambulance. Oh, cool. For 11 and 12 years. Yeah. So the medical field and wanting to help people, I guess, is kind of... Just yeah. in my blood. <laughs> yeah. You guys are good at it and you love it. That's oh, the you. perfect combination. And your dad being a former employee of GE, so you mm-hmm. guys are from this area, basically. Uh, yeah. My parents were both born and raised in Broad Alban, and yeah. Andrea and I have been as well. Yeah. So. yeah. So the community is your family. Absolutely. Yeah. There are so many people that I know that come to, to our practice and more now since we combined all the offices, my family yeah. comes here. So yeah. I feel it's so important to give everybody the best care that we can. Yeah. And do whatever we can to to make things easy. Yeah. And, you know, some days when they come in here, they're having a bad day or they're getting bad news. And we want to do whatever we can to make that easier or yeah. to help facilitate what they need, testing-wise, yeah. appointment-wise. I try to do that every day. Again, some days work better than others, but that's my goal is to just try and make things easier for people and to get them the help that they need. Their experience can make all the difference in their lives. Absolutely. And I've been on the emergency side of it before when people are having an emergency and I see what goes on and what they're going through. And then 
this is the other side of it after they've had the emergency, the follow-up and that kind of thing. And so, you know, we see what they need from here on out to help continue their care. Yeah. And it's so important to have that good quality care and compassion every step of the way. So, Oh yeah. It makes a difference. And you know, if we can help make the patients feel better or more relaxed, Mm -hmm. you know, I know even I get anxious when I have to go to appointments. So Mm -hmm. if we can help try and make them feel more relaxed, then that's just going to be better all the way around. And it just makes for a better experience. Yeah. We can all relate. Absolutely. Thanks thanks so much. Thank you for your time. No problem. Thank you. And duty calls. So. Yep. Back to the phones. Appreciate it. Thanks so (laughs) much, Sherry. No problem. Now I'm talking to Linda. I pull Linda away from her desk for a couple of minutes. That's rare for Linda to be away from her desk, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Tell everybody a little bit more about you, your role, what you do. You're here with us at the Amsterdam Family Health Center, like everybody I've been talking to today. (laughs) We're such a big group now that we have people kind of coordinating the care of patients every step of the way. We have check-in, we have check-out, we have referrals, we have nurses, we have PRRs, we have providers, we have everybody. So what do you do here for us, Linda? Okay, so my role here at uh, St. Mary's Amsterdam Family Health Center is to work with the medical records. All patients, their chart is a medical record. Mm-hmm. Every doctor they go see, specialist, is a medical record. Mm-hmm. So my responsibility is to make sure that we have medical records in their chart. Um, they come in and see their provider. They tell their provider that I saw my neurologist last week. We notice we don't have the neurology note in the chart. So the provider would send me a message asking me to call that office and obtain it if they were in the hospital, getting those records. Mm -hmm. So we have them on the chart when they come in for their Mm follow-up appointments. We also get faxes. Some of the offices out there, other facilities, automatically will send us the records. So we have incoming faxes that are electronic. So I have to go into the electronic system, the computer, and put them, add them right into the patient's chart, Mm. and then make sure that they get to the doctor so the doctor can see them and read them. So, yeah, that's not an automatic thing, right? Uh, When being that we are primary care, you know, we're kind of the medical home. So all of the specialists or other type of medical health care facilities that our patients go to, the assumption is that as the medical home, we would have all of the access to everything. That's not always the case, though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Sometimes there's specialties that do send them automatically to us, but there's a lot that don't. And one reason is sometimes a specialty doesn't know if that patient changed their primary care provider, yeah. so they don't know who the current one is, so yeah. we don't receive it, yeah. and then I have to call for it. What's the best way to facilitate? Because we don't always know that the patient saw a specialist or saw someone or went somewhere. It seems like it could get chaotic. It can. A lot of times when we, the patients themselves actually, sometimes they think we automatically get those yeah. records they don't think that when they do go see a specialist to say, hey, could you send this office note to my primary so that they have it for their records? Yeah. Because that you're right. The primary, you are the home base. You yeah. are the well-rounded for the whole patient care. Yeah. So you need to see 
every part of what and who the patient is seeing. Yeah, and that's kind of the beauty of primary care, right? That we yeah. are a nice home, we're a well-rounded, uh, full view of this person who's not just a patient but a human being, right? So it's, we're yeah. taking yes. care of every aspect. Yes. Um, I think that's one of the things that we're seeing more and more in medicine. We're more taking care of the whole person. So it is really vital to know what happened and where it happened. Exactly. Because you need somebody looking out for and coordinating all of this, right? Because yes. you might see this specialist or that specialist, and they're going to focus on what they're going to focus on. Exactly. But we're going to put that picture we're, together. Right. We're focusing on the whole of the patient. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So I think with your job, too, it, it can get kind of stressful because there's so much so much of everything, and it's not just always one organized picture. The frustration comes sometimes from the community, too. Do you deal with a lot of kind of like patients that are upset? Why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. On occasion, yes, that does happen. When I talk to the patients, which actually did just happen, this was an unfortunate uh, thing, but uh, the patient just called me like yesterday and they were looking to see if we had gotten their medical records from their previous doctor. However, the way the patient filled out the form, she filled it out the opposite way. Mm -hmm. The form, it looked like she was leaving our office and going to the other. So she was very good. I explained to her, Mm -hmm. the unfortunate thing is we do need to have the medical records release forms signed to send. So she had to come in and sign a new release form, but she totally understood. But it's important that when you do get these release forms for us to send to other providers, we have to really look at them to make sure that they're being filled out correctly so that we're not a delay in getting the records that you want us to have. And, you know, you have such a calm, understanding way of saying things. I'm sure that, you know, like you said, this patient understood. Not everybody always understands, but... Isn't it true, Linda, that like if we work together and try to have an understanding, like if we as the staff and the the people that work at the Amsterdam Family Health Center kind of understand, okay, this person didn't understand the form or they were worried about something else and then they flip the form around so we'll simply explain to them, this is what you do and then work with them. And then they understand that, okay, these people are all trying to take care of me, let me do my part in trying to come in and get this resolved. So if we're just like a little patient, understanding with each other, try to have a good attitude and demeanor when we're speaking to people because positive begets positive, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, it's like that old saying, you know, send out the kindness that you want to receive back. Yeah. I, I look at it as if I was going to one of my doctor's offices mm-hmm. You know, I want to treat them Mm -hmm. the way I would like my patients to come in and treat me. And I want them to help me the way I would like to help my patients. And I do have a lot of, even though I'm in medical records and you're kind of behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. you still have a lot of patient contact. Yeah. Because there is a lot of patients out there that like to have part of their medical records Mm -hmm. for themselves to keep track of. So I talk with them directly. Yeah. Most everybody is very receptive. And I like the fact that when they do call me and talk to me, that 
if I can do everything in my power to give them what they need Mm -hmm. in a timely manner, it's very rewarding. As when they do call me and I talk to them, I do also say something, you know, like to the fact that I have a few things on my plate. I will get this done for you as soon as possible. And I will call you when it's ready. Yeah. So that way it's not a waiting game. Yeah. Of, and you're you're not and unsure, it, like, what's going on. Right. Like you, you know what's going on. Someone's looking into it. Someone's going to get back to me. So it's reassuring. It, exactly. And, and they like the idea, which I think personable, is instead of just uh, I'll mail them to you, would you like to come and pick them up instead? Yeah. I'll give you a call when they're ready. Mm-hmm. So they just feel like you're going to be right on top of everything. And that's what I like. I want to be right on top of what I do. I want the patient to be reinsured that I'm working on what you're requesting from me. Mm -hmm. And you are the focus. Yeah. Make people feel like a priority. Yes. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's always good to feel like a priority. It's good to let our patients know that they are a priority. Each and every individual is a person. Their needs are our needs. We are our priority. We will do everything, like you said, within your power. And that's a great thing. This is our community. It's our privilege to take Mm -hmm. care of them. It does. It is very rewarding to me. I've had a couple of really good experiences with just talking on the other end of the phone with the patient and being able to get them what they asked for. And that simple thank you very much for your help Yeah, is like a really good feeling. Yeah, it's good for you and it's good for the community. It's good for all of us, um, you know, because we wouldn't go into any of this without wanting to really help people. Exactly. Well, just the fact that letting you know that we here as a family at the St. Mary's Amsterdam Family Health Center, we are here for you. Mm-hmm. We are here to help you to get you what you need, whether it be the medical records or whether it be our pharmacy next mm-hmm. door. Yeah. We're here to help you get what you need, and that in itself is rewarding to us. It's so beautiful. Thank you, Linda. Oh, thank you. It's so true. And you always yeah. have such a great demeanor, and it shows. Mm. I think I'll let you get back to it then. Okay, <laughs> right. thank, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome.